0: You're listening to the 10-Minute Think-Through, a to-the-point
1: conversation about the Bible, theology, and current events. We are in the beginning of a new season of Connect Groups here at Arrowhead Church, as I'm sure many churches around the area, and maybe your churches as well. It feels like we're very connected to the school calendar, and so with the start of a new school year and the start of a new fall season, it's a good time to hop back into groups and reconnect with people maybe that you haven't seen over the course of the summer. But as we think about what happens in The small group or a connect group, as they're called in our uh, particular church, Uh, something that happens quite often is uh, discussion about the Bible, which on the surface seems really good. But I recently read an interesting article on the Gospel Coalition written by Cole Brown, and it's called, Why Your Small Group May Need to Stop Talking About the Bible. And so I'd love for us to talk a little bit about that today and discuss what's actually discussed when we find ourselves in a group.
2: What's the purpose of an Arrowhead Connect group? How would you cast that vision,
1: Brett? I think that it's one of the ways that we want to help people take a next step. Uh, One of those ways is to be known. It's uh, quite possible for someone to attend our church on a Sunday morning, maybe be told hello at the door as they enter and exit, um, and really not have any meaningful connection with someone else. And so I think our purpose for a group setting at Arrowhead Church is to provide connections and opportunities for people to be known in a real way.
2: Thinking about what groups are trying to accomplish, not just in light of what we do with Connect Groups, but that's really our purpose today is to have uh, a really defined purpose and to not be drawn off course with uh, what might happen in the course of that discussion.
0: Yeah, so Brett, when you pitch this idea that maybe studying the Bible can
1: be a detriment to a group— what do you mean by that? I mean, and I'm not sure where I heard this mentioned, but they talked about one of the most unhelpful phrases or questions that you can ask in a group setting after reading a section of the Bible is to say, so what do you think about that? What do you think about the, that part of the Bible? And it sounds really harsh almost uh, for someone to say that, but the reason I agree with that being an unhelpful statement, is that I think there is a tendency in a lot of people to feel like a profitable time spent discussing the Bible means having a discussion about what you think the text means, what you think the author meant, whether or not you agree with that, uh, and just sort of like having this really, um, what would you call it, an impersonal abstract discussion uh, about what a section of scripture says, rather than uh, a step further. Even
2: if someone doesn't, uh, wouldn't outright say I disagree with what the Bible says. People do tend to want to disagree with what someone else in the room has said. Suddenly, you yeah. know, like I'm not. I know I'm not saying that you're saying, uh-huh. but we love to yeah. throw out ideas related to. Uh, I'm not. I'm not so sure. Just to to kind of dialogue.
1: Right. And so then the, the next part of our discussion is that the healthy, the healthy discussion is uh, what is there for me to obey? Like uh, the author makes the statement in this article, there's a difference between discussion questions and response. So when you read a section of a scripture, how, how are you to respond is such a different way of thinking about it. And I think that it would be a more helpful way for us to think through, even in a group, how we can talk about how we should respond to a a scripture.
0: So what you're saying is there's a difference between talking about the Bible and then being confronted by the Bible. Like those are two different kinds of discussions. Is that about
1: what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. So today in our staff devotional, we read a portion of Acts chapter 3, where at the end it talked about the reason that Jesus was sent so that he could bless us by leading us away from our sinful desires or our evil desires and that's that's great right and so we could we could read that scripture and you can go what do you think about that jared and you would go i think that's good because that sounds like a very good thing but to respond to that verse is to go well how does he do that for me and how has my experience been for that?
2: Yeah, you know, we sometimes have said, "What does the Bible say?" And what am I going to do about it? And do about it isn't always. I need to stop lying. I need to stop being so angry. Sometimes doing something is believing something different, whether about God or about yourself. Um, but that's very different than just dialogue, just coming at it from every conceivable angle to try to throw out, you know, something to just uh, to analyze.
0: I know this is really hard, especially as like a, I, so since Jill and I just started a group, I've just now got to experience the joys of leading a group discussion, which is to say it's so terrifying. And it's not something that I'm gifted at quite yet, but it's, um, it's hard to know what the right questions are. But I think every single one of us, like when we're going to a Bible study, when we're looking at scripture, we want to be able to walk away with some growth. We want to walk away with some next steps. What do you think it is about the Bible that makes us want to ask sort of those, what do you think questions or just questions about the Bible? What do you think is the problem? Why don't, why don't we ask those response questions more?
1: I think it's, it's because we can have an, it's an artificial conversation. Yeah. And so it's, it's, you can it can become so academic that you feel like if you are spending time, you know, like if you're gauging your level of uh, healthy group leadership based on how much discussion is happening or like the, the quantity of just yeah. the number of responses that you Seems get. T- like
2: everybody's talking. Kind right. Of, I mean, yeah. It's
1: quite possible for everyone to talk at length about a scripture and for no one to grow at all. Yeah. and so like real healthy when we say like, i love this about our church in particular like when we talk about a next step with jesus being to be known is that being known involves vulnerability it involves confession it involves open repentance it involves ongoing like declaring your personal need for the sanctifying work of jesus in your life and so that means that like a healthy discussion might have lots of room for awkward pauses and and times for self-introspection as you really consider, like, what do I need to respond to out of this?
2: And depending on the dynamics of your group, the healthiest discussion might come after the group time, like when we all get up out of the circle and we really press one another uh, in, a, in an encouraging way to specifically put into practice what we've just discussed. Um, there are, in like so we're using a uh, marriage study. Well, it's uh, you know, there's 18 people sitting around my living room, which is comical um, in and of itself, but the difficulty is in really saying, okay, so we need to do this. I mean what a, like it will be magic, like it will be obvious evidence that the Lord is moving when you have those moments when everybody's kind of able to look at one another and say, Hey, this is how we're going to change this week. Like that's when, uh, that's when it'll it'll move from beyond just okay. That was a good night. We, looking forward to getting together again. To okay, there's real change that's happened in right this couple's life. So the purpose of our small group
0: discussion, our connect group discussion, it's not to talk about the Bible. It's to submit to the Bible, right? To allow it to inform us the way that we're supposed to view God and to live our lives, right? Like it's
1: it's directional. It is. It definitely is. And I think that that's really important. And it's not just a, when you talk about small groups either. Like that's when we talk about how we relate to God. Is This is so important. Uh, the, the tweetable verse, and it's even recommended to tweet online, is, uh, I say verse, it's the Sentence. So, the tweetable sentence out of this article is: he, he writes, "Talking about God has become a chief way modern Christians avoid dealing with God." Wow. And so, I can I I don't need a group for that to really convict me because I know that it's easy for me to just read a a Bible verse or read a section and go, "That was good," or "I agree with that," or "Okay." But to really like wrestle with it and to express my anxieties about what I read and then respond to the Lord and how he like deals with me after reading that takes just it takes time. It's so inconvenient. That's one. You know, I think it's super inconvenient to read the Bible that way. So for someone who's in a group,
0: just as a participant, what are your recommendations for them out of this discussion?
2: Uh, I would say uh, it's particularly the way we're doing connect groups you have the opportunity to go to our right now media uh, and watch the video that's helping us unpack the scripture what we're going to discuss before you even get there so as the leader a helpful practice is of course to watch the video in advance and to come with specific application so you've already heard from the Lord what he may speak to you about now as the conversation unfolds, there ought to be more, but to really press in and dig into the, this is what I'm going to do in light of this. Um, if you need help with that, try James by Francis Chan on the on the Right Now Media, because of a group of guys I'm meeting with, even in this room this morning, um, he's, he's doing his best to not leave any wiggle room for uh, what we're describing here, um, once you get over,
1: especially to the end of chapter one of the book of James. I would say uh, for the leader to to really press it, to, to press the issue. And so w- when you hear the, r- the normal responses of agreement or talking about God or talking about the verse, then to really press the point and to go, okay, so then what would that look like? I mean, that's what leadership is. Leadership is taking people where they haven't been before, and so people are not going to just drift towards health and so i think that for the leader or the average person in the group be the one who says i i don't want our discussion to f- to be unfruitful and an actual helpful way for us to sharpen one another and to help e- help each other be conformed into the likeness of jesus is for us to let some things like bump into us a little bit and sometimes that's what has to happen and so refuse to let the discussion end without having that response question asked and answered
2: that's right because if you can fast forward if we can say we have a little experience at this i i think all three of us would say and so would many of our listeners it's not going to continue with good discussion anyway.
1: No, you run out of things you to say. You run out of
2: things to say. You eventually get tired of treading the same. Yeah, no one's that interesting. Right, they're not. And so uh, we meet together for six months, or we have a year together, and by the end of the time, you know, summer's approaching, and da-da-da-da-da. It's just like, well, we got something going on. It, without real spiritual fruit that comes, your group's not going to last. Anyway, so... Um, You know, sorry, like, here's the end of the story. Um, You got to do this. If you don't, it's just going to wind up stale. And then the group's going to disband and fall apart, and you're going to be left a little bit more jaded from typical Bible study in a group. Sorry, it sounds like you've been reading our study on Ecclesiastes. <laughs> that's yeah, that's probably in there somewhere. Solomon had a lot of small
0: groups, I'd say, somewhere along yeah, the way. Let me tell you, there's no we're that's what we're doing is we're doing Ecclesiastes in my group. There's no room for talking about the Bible when you're talking about Ecclesiastes. Yeah. It's all wow, this is hard.
1: <laughs> One of the best ways, if you are not in a group, just to, to see this. Uh, happen with other people and so that's why we would encourage anyone to jump into community, to be known, to take that next step and so um, if there's a, a way for us to help you do that here, we'd love to do that uh, always you can go to our website and find a connect group, lots of them meeting all over the place at, yeah, Every start time. your own as well, there same
2: go. links there too
0: Have a thought about today's podcast or an idea for a future episode? We'd love to hear it Let us know at 10minutethinkthrough.com. If you like our podcast, help other people find it by rating us on the iTunes or Google Play podcast store.